China's economy has boomed in recent decades, and with it, so has the construction industry. But it's an increasing challenge to power these new buildings without improving energy efficiency. This is especially true if China wants to keep up its economic growth and living standards for its people. Entrepreneurs have turned China's energy concerns into business opportunities. Here's Chen Xiaogong, an energy efficiency veteran who has finished a retrofitting project for CCTV, cutting 16% of the state television's power bill while making good money for his 12-year-old firm Sahota. In a June meeting last year, CCTV decided to retrofit its buildings to save energy. It's a big challenge for us. We haven't previously done an overall operation of this scale, but we have confidence in the project because we have over 10 years of experience and believe in our products. Old light tubes are 40 watts each, 45 to 48 with a ballast included. Our new tubes are 28 watts maximum, which saves 20 watts each while illuminating 10% more. At the television station, we change about 15,000 bulbs. They run more than 10 hours a day on average, sometimes 24 hours. This is a 35 kilowatt pump which is supposed to run a 60 amp current, but the reading is half as much. It's running at 38 hertz, or 76% of its maximum capacity, because now less cooling water is needed. Air conditioning used to be poorly regulated. Wind volume control rather than temperature control was used. With individual room regulation, the rooms are more comfortable, and the cooling pumps do not have to work as hard. This is the major component of our tube cleaning system. As rust and stuff accumulates inside cooling transmission tubes, the system pumps 15mm cleaning balls through the tubes to cleanse the inner walls so as to increase heat exchange efficiency up to 10%. It used to take 3 to 4 cooling engines for the whole station. Now, only one or two are needed. Some parts of CCTV cannot be touched. For example, its broadcasting and studio lighting systems are highly sensitive. No error is tolerated at all. This is about half of its power consumption. experienced engineers. We not only install systems and supply technology, but we also are investors. But why the business didn't take off 10 or 20 years ago? Primarily it's because a lot of previous energy conservation retrofits became vanity projects funded by governments or companies themselves, who don't follow up on the results. Our model eliminates this by introducing us as a third-party investor, and we need to make our money back. 
China's Ministry of Construction published a document stating that buildings here consume three to five times the amount of energy their counterparts in Europe or U.S. do. It's fair to say that all buildings from before 2000 are not energy efficient because conservation wasn't on people's minds. Chinese have felt the pressure of energy shortage due to the rapid economic development. We now see Xinhua and CCTV running reports on energy efficiency and emission reduction almost every day. Before 2000, China's energy consumption was growing at a slower rate than its GDP. This trend has largely reversed itself, making China less energy efficient year after year. By reducing its energy consumption, China contributes fewer greenhouse gas emissions. For every one watt of power not used, 350 grams of coal is conserved. As the Chinese government steps up to address the country's growing energy needs, building retrofitting firms have become more popular. But the reality is that China lacks comprehensive enforcement of energy codes and incentives for investors to fund private firms like Sahota. Only when markets become convinced of the profitability of new green technologies can China partake in a truly green revolution.